Hello and welcome to this week's podcast on religious education from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Palo Alto in California. I'm Dan Harper, Assistant Minister of Religious Education here. And I'm Joe Chi, a member of the Religious Education Committee and a teacher educator at Foothill College. In the first two podcasts, we talked about the four big goals of our children's religious education program here at the U Church of Palo Alto. Two weeks ago, we talked about the goal of having more of our children grow up to be UU adults. Last week, we talked about the very specific goal of religious literacy. If you missed either of those two podcasts, you can find them on our website. Dan, what are the other two goals? Well, we want our kids to build community and have fun, and we want to teach them basic religious skills. Dan, what exactly do you mean by religious skills? Well, that term religious skills is a little awkward, isn't it? I just don't have a better term for it. What I mean by religious skills are those skills that are valued by our Unitarian Universalist religious tradition. Could you give some examples of this? Yeah, sure. Um, For one thing, we Unitarian Universalists love to talk. We're people who tend to like and value the spoken word. So one religious skill that we value is public speaking. And related to this, we have long been a religious group that values singing as a way to communicate our religious values. We've always had hymns and sacred songs and other kinds of songs, words put to music. So another religious skill we value is singing. And also related to this, we Unitarian Universalists, we do love our committees. And that means that we need committee skills, (laughs) which includes speaking well and speaking to the point in meetings, listening well, participating in group conversations, being organized. These are all skills related to communal uh, communal interaction. So there's other kinds of skills that we value. We value introspection. We value looking deep into ourselves and reflecting on who we are, and where we fit into the world. And that means we value religious skills like meditation and prayer and reading and study. We also value social justice work because we want to save the world and we want to go beyond just saving our own selves. And this means that we value a whole set of skills required for social justice work, skills like coalition building and organizing and practicing humility and so on. The term religious skills encompasses a wide range of skills, but they're all actions. They're acting in the world. Um, This is about doing religion. What do we need to know in order to actually live out our religion in the world? So this is very different from religious literacy, where we want our kids to have familiarity, fascination, and sensitivity towards a body of religious facts and knowledge. And this is also very different from having our kids want to grow up to be Unitarian Universalist adults. That makes sense. To clarify this further, perhaps you could talk to me about how we might teach some of these skills. Well, that's a good point. Let's start with that group of introspective skills, the introspective religious skills, meditation, prayer, reading, study, and so on. Now, some people talk about meditation as a spiritual technology. And I think that's a pretty good way to think about this particular set of religious skills. Prayer is a type of spiritual technology. Reading and study can be types of spiritual technologies. Thus, although there are many different religious traditions of meditation, the basic underlying technology produces the same result. You learn how to calm your mind while you get in touch with something larger than yourself. 
So you might do a Buddhist form of sitting meditation called Zazen, and if you learn Zazen, you're probably also going to learn some Buddhist precepts that go along with this specific form of sitting meditation. But really, sitting meditation is just a spiritual technology that can be found in just about every religious tradition. As a Unitarian Universalist teenager, I had to learn how to do sitting meditation as a way to make it through some pretty boring worship services. So this is really a part of our tradition, too. We place a high value on the skill of sitting still and calming the mind. And it only makes sense for us to teach this skill intentionally. We also have our own distinct tradition of meditation. Ralph Waldo Emerson and Henry David Thoreau taught us the value of getting outdoors and stilling our minds and contemplating the vastness of the natural world. And in more recent years, we have adopted other meditation technologies such as yoga and walking the labyrinth. And again, we can be intentional about introducing these skills to our children. You've talked about meditation. What about prayer? Well, even though it's not much different from meditation, prayer is another spiritual technology that uh, unfortunately has fallen into some disrepute among us. Some Unitarian Universalists want to have nothing to do with God, and so they absolutely reject prayer. The thing is, prayer is just another spiritual technology. It's a form of meditation that is often done with words. And so as a technology, it does not require a certain set of beliefs. Some people pray by talking to God, but prayer can also be any set of words that you memorize that help you to focus your mind. So maybe you'd memorize a poem by Langston Hughes or Emily Dickinson. Now, personally, I do not pray, but that choice has nothing to do with my belief or non-belief in God. Instead, I don't pray because this particular spiritual technology is not very effective for me. I'm better off with sitting meditation or, even better still, some kind of Emersonian outdoors meditation. And we have to recognize that our children will do better with some spiritual technologies than with others. We don't want to be rigid about this. At the same time, I think every kid who comes through our program should be introduced to basic silent meditation, some basic prayer, and some kind of Emersonian outdoors meditation. Can you talk a little bit more about the broader range of religious skills? Well, that group of interpersonal religious skills we spoke about earlier is very important. Interpersonal skills are essential to our congregations, and we want our children to have some skill in interpersonal matters. So one of the most important things we do in our Sunday school groups is we train children how to talk in groups. We train them to listen closely to what others are saying. They have to speak up even if they're a little shy, or they have to learn how to wait to speak if they're the opposite of shy. Um, they have to learn how to move the conversation forward. And for our teenagers, we need to give them opportunities to learn how to speak in public, whether that means speaking in a coming-of-age worship service or speaking up in a committee meeting or whatever. And you included singing in that, right? Absolutely. Um, singing in large groups, the way we do it in our worship services, requires us to listen to what others are doing and to fit our own voices into that. So when you sing, you have to both listen and contribute. You're making the whole greater than the sum of its parts. What's another religious skill that's important for us to teach? Well, we can't forget leadership development. Our children should absolutely learn basic leadership skills, like how to run a meeting, how to organize an event, how to do logistics, and so on. So most of the leadership development is going to take place from the teen years on up. But we can do a lot with children, too. 
So I've done class meetings where I coach children to help me lead the meeting. Um, if a Sunday school class is planning an event like an overnight, uh, I'll talk over the planning details with the children so they get a sense of how we adults are doing planning. And I like to do evaluation sessions with children so that they get in the habit of evaluating programs. I'm sure we can name a lot more religious skills than these that you, that you talked about. Yeah, we could go on at great length about this, but I think we've mentioned the most important religious skills. I mean, there's lots more out there, but we've hit the high points. I like the way you characterize these religious skills as a kind of technology. You get the spiritual technology, and then you apply it to the specific religious content. Yeah, and I forget where that idea of spiritual technology comes from, but yes, I have found it to be a helpful concept. And it's kind of appropriate for being here in this heart of Silicon Valley. Maybe you could start up a company around spiritual technology and get a little venture capital funding, huh? Yeah, yeah, maybe we could get some new jobs. I mean, I don't think we'd get rich at it, but uh, it's worth a try, huh? (laughs) You're probably right. So that was a brief introduction to our third big educational goal, building religious skills. Which religious skills do you think are particularly important for Unitarian Universalist children to develop? Send us your comments by email or post a comment to our blog. I'm Dan Harper, Assistant Minister of Religious Education at the Unitarian Universalist Church of Palo Alto. And I'm Joe Chi, a member of the church's CRE committee and a teacher educator at Foothill College. Until next time, take care and be well.